Summer's here and the time is right for the last episode in the series of Wolfstag with me, your host, Mike Jones. Hello, you lovely Wolfstaggers. Do you know what? I nearly did that pre-intro in the style of Mick Jagger. I really should have done, shouldn't I? Well, welcome to... Oh, no, no, it's not Mick Jagger, isn't it? How does Mick Jagger go? Uh, uh, the only Mick Jagger I know is because he was in the film Ned Kelly years ago and he played Ned Kelly. And it was kind of like, stop or I will shoot you. That's about as far as I can take Mick, really. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to the, the last season three has drawn to an end on episode 13, as always. Always want to tempt fate. Let's keep going with the 13th thing, shall we? Um, and if you add them up, taking away little best of episodes, this is actually episode number 39. So welcome to episode 39. Um, it's 40-something with the best ofs, but best ofs are just rehashed stuff that I've done before, isn't it? You can't include them. They're not proper episodes. So yeah, episode 39, but it's season three, episode 13, and... The last for a little while, my little cherubs. Um, yeah, I'm going to be busy, busy, busy working. Uh, summer is our busiest period. Um, so I'm going to take a little hiatus and I shall be back. Mark this date in your diaries, September 3rd. Uh, that is when Wolfstag will return. And I might have a little bit of a shake up. Might do things a little bit differently. Not too differently, because I, I know you all like what I do. <laughs> the millions of you in your throngs thrashing at my door. Oh, Mike, Mike, write me another poem. Where can I buy you? Oh, poems. Poems. Um, I'll talk about this a little bit later. But the book's still available. If you if you want to go and read um, the first book of poetry, please do. Now, it's available on Amazon. Um, so go to Amazon, look for Wolfstag Poetry and Words. You'll find it there. You can get it on Kindle. Or if you like it a little bit old school, you can uh, download uh, a copy of it. No, I'm gone. No, you can't. Don't. No, no. If you're on Kindle, you download a copy of it. But you can get hardback and you can get a proper book with proper pages. You don't download those. You get those dropped through your front door, through your letterbox, don't you? When you order it all around the world. So if you're listening in far-flung countries, buy it, right? Go for it. Fill your boots. Um, what will be happening, hopefully as well in the summer, is and I might do a little, might do a little special episode of Wolfstag just to to announce it. Is book two. I've written. I'm very nearly written uh, a second book of poetry. Because I write, write, write all the time. And you can hear them every week, can't you? You know, when I when I do these episodes, I'll, I'll throw a new one out there. So uh, it'll be them plus more because I'm a very kind person. Um, and I treat you, you know, that's what I do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of generous soul. So that's going to be my summer. Busy, busy working, poetry, poetry, book, book, special specials, but proper season four will kick back off again in September. Um, 
That's assuming it hasn't all been moved back to 2022, as everything else seems to be at the moment. I keep getting emails for all the tickets that are booked for places that I'm going to. And it's, we can't do it this year, 2022. My 2022 is looking so full. Um, but it all should have been 2020. It, 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 it does your anything, doesn't it? But hey, what can we do? We're here, we're alive, we're living, we're breathing. Um, and we're getting on with it. And we're, we're getting jabbed. Get your jab. If you're having doubts, trust me, from someone who has had COVID and someone who's had a jab and had side effects, not feeling too well the next day, give me the jab any day of the week, right? Over COVID, seriously, the side effects are when As poorly as you think you might feel after having your jab does not compare to having COVID, let me tell you. So go and get it. It doesn't hurt. You won't feel it. Right? You might feel a little bit nah, the next day, but... It's worth it, trust me. We can all go about our days then, can't we? Safely in pubs, clubs, cinemas, theatres, restaurants, football stadiums, rugby stadiums, uh, and all the other kind of things that, that go uh, hand in hand with, with big crowds and fun. So, welcome to episode 13. Again, I know I'm repeating myself here. So, what have we got for you this week? Um, well, I'm going to. Well, because this is going to be the last one for a little while, um, and we are sort of like, you know, aren't we, aren't we, aren't we, aren't we coming out of lockdown? I just want to have a little... I've just been thinking about that recently, and I think it's worth having a bit of consideration around that uh, and the things we need to do to, to protect ourselves, you know, and our plans for the summer in this little hiatus that I'm going to take now. What are my plans? What are your plans? What have you got planned? Have plans! Right, so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well, and any other sort of mad things that sort of that leap into my mind as I go along recording this merry episode. Uh, but as always, uh, we are going to start with the Wolfstead Week. Welcome once again, and um, for the last time for season three, the Wolfstead Week. Do you know what? By season four, I might even have a proper jingle for you. Hey, hey, how would that be? Proper jingle, proper tunes. Um, probably not me doing the voiceover because, as as you can hear, I'm not I'm not great at that, am I? Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been it's been well, the weather's turned for a start. Um, even though at the moment it's a little bit overcast as I peer through my window. It's so warm, guys. It really is lovely. And we've had um, a cracking weekend, really hot weather. The weather's been really weird, actually, recently. It's been so... I don't want to sound all British about this. You know, for those of you that's listening abroad, you're going to go, here we go, here's the Englishman sort of like fretting about the weather because it's all you ever talk about. It is a bit of a national pastime and a national obsession, really, isn't it? The weather. What's the weather like today? Oh, I don't know. Um... But it has been really changeable. But this past week, the sun's come out and the temperatures risen, and it's and it's been beautiful. And last weekend was a was a bank holiday weekend. Now, for those of you that's listening over in the states, I know that you've had your Memorial Day weekend. I'm not massively familiar. My apologies there. Um, if you can tell me more about it, I am Wolfstag at Outlook.com. Drop me a line. Give me the history. Um, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be really pleased to hear. Um, 
So I took Monday. So Monday's off. Monday's a bank holiday. Uh, took the took the Monday off. Took the Friday off as well. Four days feels like a really long uh, weekend, and it was it was nice to have a break. Nice to have a chill as we head into these busier times ahead. Um, just recharge the batteries a little bit, and it was lovely. And because lockdown's easing a little bit at the moment. You know, it was it was nice to be able to get out and do a bit of a road trip, um, head back out to a National Trust site, Dunham Massey, which is a place in the northwest of England. I, I've talked about this before, haven't I? I kind of I do rant a little bit about these places. If you if you can get there, seriously, get get there. And do you know what? Don't don't just sort of like go once and pay at the door. Join join the National Trust. It's like six quid a month. It's ridiculous. And you can go as many times as you like. You know, it takes care of your weekends. It's brill. Um, so, yeah, done a Massey. It was nice. Go for a nice long walk. It's like an old country home. For, for those of you that don't know, imagine uh, Downton Abbey with lots of visitors, right? So it's a bit like that. Old, fancy, stately home. Acres of lands. Ornate gardens. Very English, very, yeah, very Downton. Um, and it's chock full of deer, and I love that. It's kind of like, I mean, th there's a reason why I'm called wolf stag, because I love wolves and I love stags. Um, so stags, deer, stuff like that, you know, horny beasts with, with, with antlers. Oh! <laughs> that's my that's my deer impression, my stag impression. Oh! Whatever they do, rut. Right, so yeah, they're giving it a bit of that, right? So it's ah, it's brill, it's lovely, and they're a little, you know, they're a bit docile, and you can get up close to them. And I took me camera and took some shots, and it was grass under feet, blue skies above, lovely sunshine, and it was just gorgeous. Then did a little road trip as well, headed into Wales. It's one of my favourite places to go, you know. Just just did a, you know, got to the coast and and. One of the other things. I mean, I love nature. I love the countryside. Love getting into into woods and parks and gardens and that sort of stuff. But I love getting into um, coast areas as well. So that was lovely to do. Bit of a bit of a road trip. Get out there. Bit of food. Bit of drink. Happy days. Properly lovely. Everybody was being respectful. Everybody was being. In our neck of the woods, we were being socially distanced. We weren't being what everybody was being down in Brighton, you numpties. So I know this is supposed to be all about happy and, and, and self-care and all that. But but self-care, as I mentioned the other week, is about caring for others. And packing yourself onto a beach with barely a gap between you is not doing you, me, us, the community, the country, and COVID in general any good. You literally just ran to the beach and created a breeding ground. It's like, get a grip, guy. I know we've, I know we've been without it for a while, and I understand people's desire to sort of like return to normal. But don't throw it all away just to get a tan. Do it in your garden. Have someone throw water at you and pinch your chips if you want to recreate what it's like at the seaside, right? Get someone to drop ice cream on you from height. Um. Oh, reminds me of a time when I was on a school holiday in France. We were all sat on a wall by a beach and someone said something really funny and, and, and one of my mates spat his drink out laughing, not realising there was a bunch of French women sort of like sat 
underneath us, backs to the wall as we were sat on the wall. And we drenched these poor women in ties. I don't think we're welcome back. I'm, I'm pretty sure my name's on a blacklist if I ever try and enter France. Easy comes as it ties us, Peter. Banning from the country is bit tazer and the other fizzy pops. Um, so, yeah, so I'm proud. I've got my picture somewhere, I'm sure. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Where was I? Oh, I, yeah. So it's nice. And you know what? If you if you if you're gonna if you're gonna get out, if you're sort of like itching to get out at the moment, if you get there and it's busy, keep going. Go to somewhere that's quieter, right? Spread it out a bit. We've got. I know we're a little island, but there's there's enough room for us to kind of have a little bit of space between us all, right? So go jump back in your car, pack your bucket and spade away. And go and find another place where you can enjoy a little bit of nature and countryside and maybe get a drink, maybe have a picnic, but where you haven't got people on top of you, like a big pylon, like a big sort of like WWE TLC match. Everybody's piling on top of each other. It's just madness. What's the matter with you? But it was nice. It was lovely. It was nice to get out. So, yeah. Oh, on the subject. On this, on the subject of... Uh, nature and getting that into into nature and the wilderness. Spring Watch is back this week. <gasps> Love Spring Watch. Chris Parkham and Michaela's back. Um, all the regular uh, people are there. And it's lovely. Just celebrate nature. And especially, it's fantastic as well because, for one, for those people who can't engage with nature for whatever reason, if you can't get out of the house because of a disability or, you know, whatever issue, then... Just to be able just to engage on your TV set is a lovely thing to do. So that's nice. Uh, but also, you'll have noticed we've just gone through Mental Health Awareness Week. And their focus this year was very much about nature because it has amazing benefits. It really, really does. Just engaging um, with the natural world is incredibly good for your mental health. It's incredibly good for your physical health. If you're a religious person, it's good for your soul or whatever you identified that as, whatever that means to you, you know, that, that inner sense of well-being. Science will call it biophilia, which is which is kind of, it's not the nicest of words, is it biophilia? It sounds like something you'd sort of like, it sounds like baby bio, doesn't it? You're going to pour it on your plants to make them healthy. Um, but it's this natural draw that we have to nature and to engage with nature and to engage with life life in general right that there is there is something about nature and life that all the tech in the world all this you know all that all that science and technology and big screen tvs and tablets and smartphones and virtual worlds it just cannot give you and it will unless evolution catches up and i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon it is never going to appeal to that part of our brains that wants us to engage with the real with the real world um so it's good can't speak about it highly enough really get out if you've never done it before i know it freaks some people out a little bit because they're a little bit wary of getting into nature and bugs and creepy crawlies and stuff it's fine it's fine and for for one for those of right for those of you that's listening around the world right now, I know you, you can go, like, if, for my American friends out there that's listening to this, if I say going to the woods, you're probably going to go, what about the grizzly bears? All right, 
fair dues, unless you're that woman who was on TV this week, that Grizzly Blair was, was climbing, out, climbing over her wall, tried to swipe her dog. She wellied it, didn't she? She was played into it. She was she was standing for no mess and it's all whack! Get away, leave me dog alone. Right, and, and off he went. Off he went, brilliant. So, yeah, I, I'm granted, I know that, that for some of you around, around the world, getting into nature has its has its issues. Um, but if you're a Brit, right, what's the most you've got to contend with? Midges, right? Which are a menace, right? But they're not going to take a leg, let's be honest. They'll give you a little nip, right? It doesn't make it too attractive and you've got this, this little sort of like scratchy bitey thing on you, right? But it's not like it's gnawing flesh, so it's hanging off the bone, is it? Really? So, for you Brits out there, you literally you, you have no excuses. Get out, get out, oh, get, get out through your door now. Go, stop going to the shops. Stop sitting on beaches. What is wrong with people anyway? Sitting on beaches. We spent millions of world, uh, millions of years trying to get out of the sea, and the first thing we do is trying to run back in. We don't belong. We don't belong in the water. We don't belong in the oceans. Fish belong in the oceans and octopuses and sharks. Sharks will eat you, right? So beaches and stuff like that. And it's uncomfortable. It really is. We do this thing. We cover ourselves in suntan lotion and then roll in the sand and we end up looking like a donut. So, yeah, I'm not, as you can probably tell, I love the coast. I love the sea, the oceans, but from a distance. <laughs> Stood on a cliff looking out, not rolling in the sand like some sort of crazed loon. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Just just get through your doors. Get out. Get out there. Right. Um, the other thing that happened for my Wolfstag week is kind of a precursor to, to the reason why I'm taking this bit of a hiatus, really, is because I, I work in education. I work for a youth charity um, based in Cheshire, based in Ellesmere Port. And we we do lots of things with young people. We engage with them, youth clubs, uh, schools, and so on and so forth. And we we do camps and stuff like that. Um, now, last year that was really impacted, as you can imagine, as you can imagine. Uh, but this year, hopefully, fingers crossed. As long as it all doesn't go pear shaped, and we end in a third wave, we're going back out on the road. So I'm going to be a life lived on the road, which I'm going to tell you all about. Uh, when we come back in September and what that was like and what that experience was like. I'll have plenty of stories from uh, road trips and journeys and visits and, and stuff like that. You know, there'll be, there's usually lots of funny stories that come off it as well. So it's going to be an experience. It really will. What I, what, I, what I hoped, what I hoped to do for you this year was do a special episode on the fact that I was going down to London to listen to Pearl Jam for two nights. We won't have to stick that for next year, season uh, season four, season five, probably going to be season six. I have every intention of doing season six, whether you're listening or not, right? I sound like one of those dads, don't I, you know, with a kid that won't eat the tea. I don't care. You'll get it for your breakfast. One way or another, you're having this. So you might as well just get used to the idea. It's kind of my hope, how I approach the podcast. <laughs> You're listening whether you like it or not. Shut up and then eat your fish. I was rolling on the beach for hours trying to get that for you. You're just looking at it. 
Right. So, <laughs> where, where was I? I've probably... You can tell this is the last episode. I've gone properly left field here now. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be on the road. It's going to be lovely. Um, meeting and greeting young people. Um, and I've got, a, I've got a lot of time for young people. I was one once back in the day. Not that long ago. I'll have you, I'll have you know. Shut up. Because I can hear some of you giggling right now. Those that know me are laughing. Shut up. Right. So, yeah, no, it's great. Because I always say to them, it's my opening line to all my young people whenever I've got a classroom full of them. So, do you ever hear that thing where, where adults go, the problem with young people today? Oh, and the problem with young people today. They go, yeah, yeah, they're always, they're always going on about that. Yeah, they're always blaming us for stuff. Well, I always tell them I've got the answer. And they go, oh, right, here we go. Here's another, here's another adult that thinks he's got all the answers. No, no, no. Yeah, what's he going to blame us for now? No, 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 it's not like that. The problem with young people today is the problem with young people as it's always been. And the answer is adults. The problem with young people today is adults. Because every wrong decision a young person can make, every bad path they choose to go down, is there because adults put it there. It wasn't the kids that made Alco Pops. It wasn't the kids that made cars that drive fast. It wasn't the kids that created the drug trade. It wasn't the kids that created the internet and social media and YouTube and all these other things, right? It was us. It was the adults. So I say this to all my young people now. That's right. You need to be, we failed, right? Not completely, not fully. There's some of us out there that's trying to do a decent thing. But generally, as a, as a population of people, we've let you down. And historically, every generation lets you down. So this is why we talk about the things that we talk about. Go out and be better than we were, right? Learn from our mistakes because our mistakes have been many, right? We put we put things in your path that, that you can go wrong with and then blame you for it. Yeah. <laughs> People drive you batty. Yeah. So so that's kind of that's kind of gonna be my my summer. So it's gonna be a busy one. It's gonna be a brilliant one. It's gonna be a lovely one. Um and, I'm, and I can't wait to really tell you all about it when when September comes. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of been my week. What's yours been like? Listen up, everybody. I've got something to tell you. <laughs> that, sound, that sounds like, what? what's he going to tell us? Mike, we are listening here with bated breath. What on earth have you got to tell us? Um, nothing I haven't already told you before, to be honest with you, except for if there's anybody out there listening in Australia. Um, lovely, by the way, if you're over there. Looks fantastic. I'm a little bit jealous right now. Um, I've only ever considered if I was ever gonna if I was ever gonna not live where I lived. There's there's only ever three places I've considered, uh, and unfortunately Australia was always third on the list. Uh, not because I have an issue with Australia, it's because I have an issue with the big spiders that crawl out your toilet and bite your bum. Um, which I'm not into that. Thank you very much.
<laughs> if there's a country where there's animals in there that can kill you, I'm not really interested. And I know generally, you know, in the UK, you could trip over your dog and hit your head. That's not kind of the same thing. I'm one of those things that sort of like nibble at you in the middle of the night, make you sort of like, I don't know, make your insides dissolve and all that kind of malarkey. Does that sound paranoid? I might be a little bit paranoid, might I? Anyway, Australia, it's a lovely place, full of lovely people. Um, some of England's finest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Australia, I've always fancied living on a little island in the Outer Hebrides because I once spent three weeks there when I was 18 um, getting drunk. I, to be honest, my memory of that might be a little bit alcohol-hazed, but it was a lovely, lovely place. Um, so I do, I do have... Being part Scottish, I do have an affinity with Scotland. So I kind of have this little vision of just being like a, a windswept writer in the highlands of Scotland, writing my poetry and writing, writing my words and doing that kind of stuff. Um, I have got a bit of a thing for, oh, now, do you know what? I said three. It should be four because because technically there's a, there's a tie for first place, and that is New Zealand because they love the rugby and it looks like a wonderful country. And Canada, they also like the rugby. They also like the beer. And uh, they do have a very similar sense of humor to us, unlike the Americans. The Canadians and the Australians are very English in their, in their comedic uh, view, whereas other countries just sometimes sort of don't get the humor. Um, and it just looks like an amazing place. Um, so it looks lovely. So anyway, completely digressed there, didn't I? The point I mentioned about Australia is that uh, my, my poetry book, Wolfstag, Poetry and Words by Michael Jones, um, is available all around the world. You can go onto it to your Amazon store of choice and download it on Kindle. Or, or if you've got the Kindle app on your tablets, you don't have to buy a Kindle. You can just download the app for free, buy the books and have them on there. So it's pretty cool. It's all funky. Everybody can have a go at it. right? But some of you like the feel of a proper book, don't you? I know I do. I've got a Kindle. But to be honest, I'm more inclined to pick up a proper book and read that. I just, just like it. Well, it's weird, isn't it? All my music's digital. All my movies are digital. But I still like a book. Still like a proper book. Um, so in Australia, Australia, you guys, um, you've been able to buy the uh, paperback version of Wolfstag for a little while now, but it's been printed over here, I believe, uh, but not printed in Australia, let's put it that way. So if you wanted a, a, a copy of the book, a proper copy of the book, it's taken a lot of weeks for it to get to you. Right, it's taken some time, of course, um, but they're now printing them. They are now printing them in Australia for you. So it turns it around that quick. So if you want one, they're not expensive either, right? You could, it's. Do you know what? Next time you want to get someone that, that you like a present, it's a couple of quid. Get them the book. Slip, you know, slip it slip it in the box or the back. You know? If you're proposing to your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you want to go down on one knee and, and sort of like, my darling, my, this with this with this ring, I pronounce my affection for you and my undying, everlasting betrothalness. Can you see why I'm not married? Uh, my darling, but before I place this ring upon your finger, may I present you with a book of poetry? And, and my book would be absolutely perfect. It will make your partner melt at your knees. 
They will oh, they will flutter and unfall before you uh, with wanton abandon. Um, so it's great. So yeah, you can get it. You can buy it for the rest of you around the world. You can but you can buy it as well. Fill your boots. Go for it. Um, it's available in America. So don't forget Amazon. You can't get it anywhere else. Right. It's exclusive. Love that word. It's exclusive. Get yourself on Amazon. They'll print you one up special. And if you're ever passing this neck of the woods, give me a holler and I'll come and sign it for you. There you go. You can flog it on eBay for another 10 pence, maybe. Hey, one day you'll say, I got an original copy of that. That hymn that they have parades and statues to. <laughs> that, that godlike figure that, that people bow down before. I got his book when it was new. Right, remember that one. Not that I've got an ego or anything, but hey, you heard it here first. So, on the local Amazon store, Woolstag, Poetry and Words, and look out this summer for the second book, titled to be revealed soon. So, as I leave you here, uh, with this last episode this week, we are theoretically at this point about three weeks away from uh, lockdown restrictions in the UK being lifted and us having more freedoms once again. But that at the moment is without without sort of like you know the the, the benefit of a crystal ball. Not that they work. Um, Avoid psychics. It's all a con. And that's going to get some of you riled. I know that. I might. I'm going to. T- right. I'm going to diverge a little bit here. In the summer, I've talked about doing some uh, special episodes, and you'll have heard me mention that um, there's going to be like an offshoot um, called Wolfstag Otherworld, uh, which I, I get to just indulge a specific sort of passion of mine, which is the paranormal. Now, I'm kind of unusual in that respect. Is most people, when they say they're interested in the paranormal, they're full-out believers. Um, I'm not. I'm an open-minded sceptic. I am open-minded, but very much the things that I've seen in certain aspects are very easily explainable. Um, and I challenge anybody to to you know provide me with genuine evidence otherwise. So I just, it's just it's an, it's a, it's a fascinating topic for me. I don't want to talk about that. But I, I do take issue with psychics. So I'm going to park that for now, right? So before anybody sort of go, goes off on one, if you'd, if you'd like to talk about that and if you'd like to add into that conversation, please do email me at iamwolstag um, at outlook.com. iamwolstag at outlook.com. There's no aim in it. That's just me being aim. That's, that's kind of just that's just the northern in me, isn't it? Aim. Um, yeah, so where was I? So yeah, without without foresight of what's going to happen, um, and knowing that we have seen another variant come through and infections rise a bit, uh, and the scientists saying maybe we should hold off just another couple of weeks and see how it pans out. All right, um, we we don't really know what summer's going to look like yet. You know, we've all got our fingers crossed. We're all hoping for the best. We are we're all hoping it's June twenty first. We're hoping that this this blip is nothing more than a blip. But still, regardless of that, 
regardless of 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 you know where we stand with lockdowns coming in a lot in lockdowns out of lockdowns you know second waves third waves four fourth waves whatever you know we, we need to we, we need to start thinking about how we're protecting protecting ourselves and protecting others a lot of what we've been doing so far, and I do feel there's a, there's a, a proportion of it that's kind of missed the boat on this a little bit, really. When you know, we talked about wearing masks and washing our hands. You know, that I I, did, I I heard and I still hear people say, "Oh well, I'm all right. It doesn't bother me. If I get COVID, I get COVID." It was never about you, right? Stop being so selfish. It's about protecting others. You're wearing the mask not for your benefit. For others if you're a carrier of it and you're you're fine with that then that's that's up to you right but not everybody has that opinion and attitude and you shouldn't be walking around willy-nilly with a mask off and sort of touching things because well, i don't believe in it well, it's not as bad as people say it is and all that kind of listen if you want to tell yourself that then that's fine you have those beliefs you have those attitudes go with it feel free who am i to say otherwise right but do respect other people within that and do look out for other people and protect other people because you might be able to to deal with with an illness you might be really fit and it not affect you but not everybody else is so lucky um so i think it's really important that we do that so so please do and you know what the thing that got me as well with with what's happened this last year is it took a pandemic to get people to wash their hands Think about that for a second. Think about the amount of people that were going and using public toilets and then touching stuff on the way out. Remember that the next time you're at a buffet, right? Next time you're at a family party when all this is over and there's a lovely buffet, a lovely spread. That's what we used to say, didn't we, when we were kids? All, all it is put on a lovely spread. Looking at the ham sandwiches, chicken drumsticks, the salad, no one will touch the salad. She's got coleslaw, who she thinks she is. Right, right. Remember that. Next time you're at a buffy, your Uncle Billy's there picking volivants up willy-nilly with his fingers. Just imagine where he's been beforehand, right? Because I've seen your Uncle Billy next to your rhinos with me. So I'm giving it a shake then walking straight out the door, right? And then he's grabbing your food, right? It took a pandemic to get people... Oh, a bit Michael Caine, that one. It? it took a pandemic to get people to wash their hands. Yeah. Right? Sneezing on people. Coughing on people. Seen it. Seen it if you've been in supermarkets and stuff and they're up on the daddy counter. <laughs> All over your boiled ham. All over your nice sliced chicken. Right? I mean, come on. It's not people are people can be a bit i'm a people person believe it or not i like people but sometimes i kind of view people as a bit of a curiosity i kind of view people the way attenborough views you know animals right i'm kind of sort of like sat in the bush surrounded by orangutans you know sort of like in wonderment of, of their <laughs> of their behavior that's going on i think and i often do that walking in supermarkets like looking at people thinking what on earth are you doing yeah right so be be considerate of, of others you know there's some there's some you know forget covid and stuff like that it's just polite isn't it 
you know, when you next time you're not, you're on a bus and you're holding onto that handrail and you see that bloke go, <laughs> you know, run his run his hand underneath his snotty nose and grab the rail again. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? So. <laughs> It's not like I'm a clean freak or anything, but I mean, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I, I do believe we kids we can be a little bit oversensitive with this stuff, and it's kind of like we're going to sort of like dip them in dettol before they go through the door. We, we kind of, I do feel sometimes we make kids a little bit too clean, and they do need to be exposed to sort of like dirt and grime and stuff like that, build up a bit of, you know, resilience to these things, right? In the same way, right, right. I'm in my forties. When I was a kid growing up in the 1970s, the 1980s. I don't remember anybody with a peanut allergy. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember anybody with food allergies at at all. No one that I grew up with, or you know, spoke to, ever had a food allergy. It seems to be a, a modern phenomenon, and I wonder whether it's it's sort of like parents getting just a little bit too jittery, and we kind of like, well, don't love the peanuts, never have a peanut, and you know, and kids grow up not eating peanuts and end up becoming allergic to it because they've never built up a resistance to it. So I think, you know, you, you need to shove them in the dirt, kick them to the ground, roll them in the mud, take them to the beach, roll them in sand. You know what I'm talking about before? Do that. Right? Be good for them. Chuck them in the sea. I mean, not from like a boat or anything. I mean, you know, next time you're crossing the channel on the way to your fancy holiday in France, don't lob them off the end of the boat. That's just cruel and unusual. Right? Just take them to the seaside. Get them, get them kind of, you know, it's fine. It's actually okay to be dirty, but it's not okay to sneeze on somebody's lunch, right? So, protect yourself, protect others, right? Make sure you're still washing your hands, dirty people, right? Even keep using the hand gels. We might see the mask for a little bit longer. I'm not a fan. I've got to be honest, I'm not a fan. I do, because I'm a bit on the spectrum. Um, you know, neurodiverse. I've mentioned this before. Love that phrase. Uh, what it, it it does sort of like trigger my anxieties a little bit. So you can usually see me running out of Sainsbury's, grabbing my mask off because I, I don't like it being there. But I'm smart enough to recognise that you know it's there for a reason. So I so I put up with it. You know I just build a bit of resilience to the fact that I've got to wear this thing and I go on and do it. You know because it's 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 what's got to be done. And I think they're going to be with us for a little bit longer. If anybody could come up with a decent mask that stops your glasses from steaming up every five seconds, that'd be a benefit. Um, so I welcome your suggestions with that one. That'd be pretty brill. Um, so, yeah, so we, we need to keep doing that. I mean, socially distance. I mean, to be honest with you, I kind of practiced that beforehand anyway. I'm, I'm not a fan of getting too close. Um, but, yeah, I, I think just, just uh, some of that is just purely politeness. You know, you see that that weird person every now and again that gets a little bit too close to the lady in the grocery aisle. <laughs> Don't do that, right? So, some of the things that we've learned over the course of this year, if it stops future pandemics happening and future colds and flus and things like that happening. I mean, give you an example of this. I don't know whether this is true, so you might want to tell me otherwise. But I heard the other day that um, at the end of 2020 into 2021, where we normally have a high... Uh, rate of, of flus uh, there hasn't been as I understand it no cases of flu this year in the UK and it's because we've been doing all these things been working from home you know we've been washing our hands wearing the masks not sneezing on people 
you know, it, it has this it has this wider effect. So these things do work, you know, not just against COVID. They, you know, they work against you know larger things as well and more prevalent things. So absolutely, because we want to enjoy summer. I'm looking forward to a summer. I'm looking forward to, and you know, and if we can do all the right things and do all the good things and be smart about it, we can enjoy a Euro 2020 tournament, and we can enjoy an Olympics, and we can enjoy a Lions tour of South Africa and a Wimbledon and concerts and parks and barbecues and live events and pubs and all these things that we love and we want to get back to. But as Gary Barlow said, have a little patience. Let's see what I did there. Axel Rose said it as well, didn't he? Anybody else? Here's your quiz for 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 next episode. Write to me with your with your song suggestions that include patience. All right? Go away. That's that's your that's your challenge. But have a, do that, right? We want to enjoy a summer. We've all got things that we want to do. We all want to go on holiday. Um, but sometimes you've got to go want and need, right? There's lots of things that I want, but do I need to go on holiday when we're in the midst of a pandemic? Or is it safer just to skip it and have a holiday at home? I want to say at home, you know, in your own country. Grab, get yourself a tent and go camping. Do a little weekend away in a hotel somewhere. Somewhere like that. Get a caravan. Get a caravan. Go on a caravan holiday. Fantastic. You'll love it. It's brilliant. It's like a house in a cardboard box. Fantastic. You can see how the other side live. Brilliant. It's good enough for Shane Ritchie. It's good enough for us. It's all over Channel 5 doing it at the moment. Um, so, yeah. So, um, let's just make sure that we that we kick this horrible pandemic into touch. Then, hopefully, when I come back, in September, we'll be talking about coronavirus and COVID-19 as a page in history and not something that we're constantly dealing with. I honestly think my next book of poetry should be called Poems Written in the Dead of Night because I write that many as I'm drifting off as I'm kind of processing the thoughts of the things that's happened during the day and i'd been been reading a book um uh, jay morton's book jay morton who was on um sas who dares wins um ex-sas guy so he's written a book called soldier and it's kind of it's not a self-help book it's just kind of his view on on how you can be a better version of you and it's lessons learned from the army um and he talks about climbing uh, he's a mountaineer and he's, he's done Everest a couple of times um, and, and some other mountains and stuff like that. And he talks about climbing the mountain and the failures that he's had doing that, but how you process that failure is kind of, you know, if you don't learn anything from it, then it truly is a failure. But if you learn from it and you're better next time, then that is not a failure, right? You might not have succeeded, but it's not a failure. It's a learning point. So I had all these things going around my head about climbing mountains and bits. And I was watching some other program about trains around the world because I'm a geek. <laughs> I love a train, me. I do love that. I love an old-fashioned train. I do. Steam engine. Nice. Um, so it was all mountain scenery and all that kind of malarkey, right? And I mixed that in with a, with a book as well. I just had these, these thoughts running around my head um, and tied that in also with the fact that, obviously, I do a lot around 
like progression and self-help and being a better version of you and all that kind of stuff it kind of in, in my head i suppose as i'm sort of drifting off the, the two worlds collide and clash together and i'm just rhyming i'm like this is what i do i'm lying in bed and i'm just rhyming stuff just these little words and phrases and and, and so on just sort of like develop so often sort of like you know two o'clock in the morning sort of like lights on i reach my phone i start scribbling this stuff down uh, and this is this is one of those again it seems like every week i'm telling you about how i woke up in the middle of the night and wrote a poem what well, i can't do in the middle of the day like normal people i've no idea but anyway so uh, this is it and it's called step 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 i climb the mountain high Impossible, it seems, until I step, 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 one foot in front of the other. Progress comes gradually, almost non-existent, until I turn and look behind me, and I'm high, higher than I've ever been. What a distance I have climbed, and all I did was try, step, step, step. Now the end is near, and so I drink another bourbon. <laughs> um, oh, we're at the end. Finished. It's all done. That is us for spring 2021. Um, it's been a joy. It's been a pleasure. It's been a roller coaster ride, but so is life, according to Ronan. What, what am I? What is it me this week quoting songs? I don't know where it's coming from. Especially stuff my sister used to listen to when she was growing up. Right, okay. So, thank you for listening. It's been brilliant. Um, I will be speaking to you again later on in the year. Uh, mark your calendars, September 3rd. That is when Season 4 uh, will kick off again. Um, if you've got any comments, suggestions, stories, confessions, points you want to make, I don't know, it don't matter. don't matter. Drop me a line. I am Wolfstag at outlook.com or you can find me on twitter and instagram as i am wolfstag w-l-f-s-t-a-g it's on the name of the podcast dead easy no spaces all one word i am wolfstag okay don't go you are wolfstag no i am wolfstag all right drop me a line get in touch uh like follow share if you if you like what you've been listening to here my uh inane drivel <laughs> please do tell your pals share it around don't forget you can also still buy um the book online as well at your amazon store um delivered delivered in pristine condition either ethereally to your devices or in printing format through your old letterboxes um however you fancy it we'll do it for you uh, well to a degree i'm not going to carve it in stone and, and sort of like stick it in your garden i'm not moses don't let the beard fool you even though there are some gray bits don't look like charlton heston and i don't carry a gun anyway so that's it uh, for this time round. It's been, I'm off to go and have uh, a lovely time in the summer now. I hope your summers are all fantastic and groovy and happy. Um, 
do tune in later on in the year. And also look out for, as I've mentioned as well, uh, we're going to be doing some uh, we. <laughs> like a royal we. Like we've got a team of producers and stuff behind me here doing this. This is a one-man band, let me tell you. I do everything. Um, I was going to say script it. I don't, I don't write anything. I don't write anything down. I have a very short list of suggestions and wing it. You've probably noticed. Um, so in that sort of like royal way, um, we will be doing um, some specials uh, in the summer. Uh, so watch this space. Watch the socials for that. So this is why I say follow us on social media because then you'll be you'll be right at the front of the queue then when the new episodes come out. Um, so thank you. Have a fantastic summer, and I'll speak to you later in the year. Bye.